Can everyone hear the music? Yes. Yes. We got full house. We got uh, we got dogs. Maybe we'll have a jerk brother, a co-host show up. What's his email? Really well dressed at gmail.com. <laughs> he wishes. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Tomorrow. podcast edition of the Morning Reboot. Again, full house. Tarek, Floyd as usual. Bethany's here as usual on a Friday. And from the UK, beamed in via a very special Russian satellite, Philip Taylor. <laughs> Philip? Philip, <laughs> some Russian satellite. Can you, can you hear me? Now I can hear hey. you. Okay, yeah. Don't don't say Russian satellite. I don't think that's safe. I would say that Philip is is. You're is, a Brit. It doesn't matter what we say anymore. Your guys are superior <laughs> to us. Oh, I don't think that's true either. <laughs> I live here. I'm fully aware of what happens now. I would say that Philip is is equally as well-dressed as Tyler Urbanski, but if you follow Philip on Instagram, he's never dressed. Accurate. Oh, my God. What am I... What is that noise? <laughs> I guess. Oh, I can hear growling Tucker. <laughs> oh don't, don't encourage him. Philip, how would you feel... Floyd is already against this. Bethany is obviously against it, but I, will, I, I would like to challenge... Bethany's brother Tyler and Tucker to a duel. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair for a lot of reasons, but also I don't know Tyler, so I'm going to say no. You yeah, would, I don't would, know Tyler either. Yeah, why? Well, He's I, literally I, just make. I have no idea what has sparked this animosity. Feud. <laughs> this one-sided because feud. It's completely one-sided. I'm. It's like. Uh, it's like whenever. There's a new Drake song. Don't him and Pusha T go at it or something. What the fuck's a Pusha T? That is a that is a that is a rap it's artist. A, yeah, it's a rapper. You know Drake <laughs> has beef with artists in London now for like what reason? I have no fucking clue. But like he's legit beefing with like uh, reggae hall and like <laughs> and like and grime music like artists over here. I'm so <sighs> confused. Drake is like the dude version of Nicki Minaj. Like, you can't just Accurate. put out music. You gotta fight with everyone. I'm like, right. shut up and just give me a dope beat and a sick Thank verse. You. Like, just hush. Um, Floyd, let, since we've, let's do a couple of music things to start. Floyd, I had mentioned yesterday, I'm looking for something with a with a new intro. Um, yeah, and I was, Listening in my car, and a and a song came, a, a good throwback came on that we can use. Okay, and I think the beginning of it is really good. What do you think? And it, it was remade in the '90s. You should use the intro to "Bad Man Pajama" because it's good. That's a good one. And you know, uh-huh. what? Well, you're not wrong on that, that one. Uh huh. The the Foxy Brown version or the original? Well, they both sound. They're both the same. They both start start the same. But like, if you just want like the the music to hit, I would say the Gap Man. But wait, wait. No, Are you I, about the song that goes, She's a Batman? Yeah. That song? That oh, doom, okay. Doom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to be a music snob, but I think it's Carl Carlton who did that. Oh, not the Gap Band? No. I'm thinking, the, it, wait, did they do Drop a Bomb on Me? Yes. That's another one, too. Correct. Okay. That's, I was going to say that one. Yeah. I was living let's, my own. Let's not do that one. Last you were old school black lady last night is what you were. Oh, you were at the barbecue best, and everything. I was living my best colored person life, let me tell you. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. Well, ho- hold on. Uh, let me run this by you, Floyd. This I don't think this will be a Friday thing, but but what do you think of this? 
Yes. Love this. So that'll work. That that's Jay Z. I'll, I'll be. I was going through absolutely. Like, I was going through old Jay Z albums, um, and and I found a couple of things there. So okay. Uh, and another, I think I just said color person. I meant to say person of color. I apologize. You definitely like, said like, colored like, person. Like, well, well, I accept it. It's all right. But, right. Yeah. I so, but like, it. I meant to say person of color. Line. Sorry. 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 Um, a quick heads he up. He hate crime himself. He Floyd went to the pinnacle of black on black crime. He was he was a criminal against himself. Um, uh, there is a there's a slowdown. Uh, some disabled vehicle, Bethany near you, four seventy five and Hill. Um, so I got to keep an eye on that. So if it sounds like I'm not paying attention, I might be just keeping an eye on that. Uh, next music thing, Bethany. Yeah. What do you want to tell us? That we're gonna like on TikTok, or or that we're gonna like soon, but you 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 know the song from TikTok. You know, this week it has been all Hamilton. So like the musical, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I don't I don't really have anything for you. Everyone is, um, using like uh, King George's song for Betsy DeVos, and just like. All kinds of different things. So this this week, it's my my feed has been all Hamilton. So I have no new pop music for you. Okay, have but, you? Surprised it hasn't been. Um, what was the Beyonce album? Black, Black is, is King. King. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, haven't I haven't. I haven't heard that. Are there more people of color or white people on TikTok? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that laugh, that laugh just told you who's on TikTok. Oh, girl. Honestly, yes. it's probably. Leaning to us Caucasians. I figured that. <laughs> Which y'all know rhythm sounds. Well, and, and I asked because I, I figured that if Black is King was not all over TikTok, then you got a bunch of white people on there. Uh, yes, yes, because I feel like we don't have anything better to do. Well, and, and to that point, um, we didn't talk about it all, the, and, and I hate. I don't know many details of the situation, but I know enough. And it's very small-minded and petty of me. But we can 2020 has finally given us something that can bring us all together. That dickhead Paul YouTuber guy who got hauled off by the FBI. We oh can my all, gosh, he gots to go. We can all agree that that was a great decision. And I don't care if he just forgot to like mail a check in to somebody or didn't it, have like a registration or a license for a weapon. Throw him into the ocean forever. Is is he the one that went to the Japanese forest? Yes. Oh, we uh, don't like him. I was trying to remember wait, where he was wait, from. wait, 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 wait. Mm, Logan Paul did the. They're both the same. I don't care. Jake, are they not the same person? <laughs> I, they are not the same person. They're brothers. Oh, they look very similar. Yeah. Oh, they are. But oh, well. they're, they're basically the, the, at the same level of morality. Of, so. douche, of major, okay. like pinnacle level douchebaggery. DNA is deep in that family then. Because they yep. look very similar. Okay. Yeah. And again, I don't care if it was like a minor crime. Um, and maybe it was, and they still sent in like SWAT teams and, and FBI agents to haul his ass off. And you know what? <clears throat> Literally, lock him up, throw away the key, forget due process, just leave him there to rot. He brings nothing to humanity. I, it's, I know he does mindless entertainment, and it's a nice escape for whatever, but he's worthless. He offers nothing. I'm He'll be on the mask really next year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> oh, Tucker. He said, 
I, I challenge you. <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel, sir. Um, no. Bethany, you told us that you might not make it this morning, but to wake you up. So give it, I got, I got school things for you. We'll come to TSA's plan in a second, but how was Undisclosed last night? It was really great. And I, I was looking forward to it because I knew that it was going to be a little more. Yeah, I know it was going to be a little more low key and uh, less stressful. And it was and it was just it was really great. And I think that people really appreciated um, a that we had it at all, but b like how we organized it and and kept everybody distant. So it, it went really well. Said, I was really said happy. It was less stressful. It was less stressful because we had um, we had only about well, when you do the math, it was probably a quarter of the number of people that normally come mm-hmm. um, because we we didn't have the artists come this time, and it was just the people that bought tickets. But even the people that bought tickets, we had an option for them to do it all virtually so that we would proxy for them. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we only had about half, you know, half the number of guests. And uh, and we did small groups in the gallery, so it wasn't like a huge mob like it usually is. And uh, it was just nice. It was nice. The weather was perfect. I was really happy. Um, so yeah, we 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 made it happen, and I, I was glad. Where did uh, who whose uh, piece went first? Uh, the first three were Randy Bennett. And then Leslie Watsa and then Pat Gamby, who is actually out of Southern Ohio, I think. So it was cool. It was awesome. Fun. Well, congratulations. How was uh, how was Gerke? <laughs> it was great. Gerke. Phil, do you know him? I do know Gerke. I've known Gerke for years. How? He's a fun man. Who doesn't know Gerke? Uh, I know. Like, True. I mean, through the grapevine in Toledo to some degree, just being in the arts at Toledo, I suppose. But yeah. Love that man. Bethany. I think when the first, I'm sorry, no, go no, ahead. No, we'll you get go ahead. Story later. I I just think one of the first times that like Gurk and I had like a business interaction, I came in his office and he knew who I was and knew who he was, so we never really spoke to each other. And we were just like, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make this happen. It became like not besties, obviously, but besties at the same time. So, do you yeah. want, can I? Uh, when I met him, it was a couple of years ago. Um, uh, the girl that I was seeing at the time said, I've got to like look for him and introduce myself because like he was like my my at school dad or something like that. They had a very close relationship. And I think uh, Gerke gave her her nickname, which became an email address and all that stuff. But when I think I was with Bethany at the time and she was like kind of like introducing me to Gerke, he was coming in for a handshake and get, guess what was on his hand, Philip? A band aid. <laughs> It was the greatest die? moment. It was Did the greatest die? moment. Yeah, yeah. Tucker's like, I wish you would have wrapped the whole fucker in band-aids. <laughs> anyway, um, so last night the uh, Lucas County Health Board, the health department was like, we think all schools, we're recommending all, and words are important now. Um, I, I know. Are they always important? Well, there's the words matter thing, but there's what? there's there's the words matter movement, but then there's the <laughs> are, do you know actual definitions? Uh, like, um, I feel like 
rec- like we go back to DeWine a couple of weeks ago before the mask mandate. He told everybody like we could be Florida, and as everybody said, like that was the disappointed dad. Like you know, I'm. They don't get mad. I'm just disappointed you didn't do better on the test. Now well, look at him. Yeah. Well, we'll come uh, to that. Yeah, um, I read about that this morning. We'll, we'll come. We'll come to that. And the the fuck faces that had awful things to say. Fuck them. Um, but. Uh, the health board is saying, hey, we recommend everybody does uh, uh, no fall sports till I think October 1. And uh, we recommend virtual learning, online learning with uh, the amount of cases in Lucas County. So I know a lot of the school dis- districts are reevaluating, as I suspected they would, their hybrid plan. And TPS is already doing all online anyway. So they're the biggest district. But um, Bethany, what's going on? What's the latest at TSA? And I know literally this stuff can change by the hour or, or at least the day. Yeah, we um, we had schedule pickup, or we are in the middle of schedule pickup, uh, so that kids can come and get their iPads and everything. But we are going all virtual, um, and the, I mean, pending board approval, the they have a board meeting tonight, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go through. So um, we will be all virtual and for the at least the first quarter, so into October. Uh, they will be all virtual. So yeah, I mean that seems to be the the best plan here. Like just yeah. don't don't make don't make plans for uh for, for November or six months out because you don't know what's, like month by I month just, is 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 the is the way to go. Yeah, I just think it's really funny that people are like, well, they have to go back to school right away. But if they think about it the same way, the government's been doing check ins like every few weeks or every couple of months. Like the schools gonna do the same thing. They're not gonna just be like, no, don't come into the school building this year. Like they're gonna review it. After, like you said, right. maybe a quarter or a few weeks to see what's going on. And obviously, they're going to have to test eventually to see if it can work with whatever standards are put in place. So I think it's a great idea. Philip, what's the situation in school and, and what's the vibe from parents and teachers in, in London? So nobody really wants to go back to school, to be completely honest with you. Um, but they probably won't necessarily have a choice because it's been somewhat like stable here for the most part, at least in London it has been. So what they're trying to decide right now, I think today is like a meeting with the members of parliament or uh, with the um, the mayor and whatever members of parliament do London themselves to decide if they're going to close some of the pubs and restaurants to open up schools or going to keep all everything open at once or if they're going to do like certain kids go to school on certain days. They're trying to decide what would be the best, but it's looking like they're going to end up closing some of the pubs like that don't do food. Right. And to have the kids go back into school. So that won't be decided today. Uh, Floyd, I we kind of hit this every day. Uh, I mean, Jason's not going back because TPS already announced that. Um, does Tiana have a plan for him? Is he just going to stay at home by himself or something? He's 14. <laughs> I like, he's 14, yeah. Um, he's pretty disciplined. Like, she's unhooking the PlayStation and... <laughs> And everything. Well, it's going to my mom's house, so that way he doesn't go and get it. Yeah. Like they live right next door to each other. So the system's going in the in the Nana's house, and he's not allowed to play with it Monday through Friday. He can get it Saturday and Sunday. That's a good but, move. Um, yeah, it's so, not a bad idea at all. So she's like, just do your stuff, man. You're 14. You got to show some responsibility. So it's going to be like a test. For him, because I remember when I was 14, my mom was like, all right, you and your sister are staying home. Like, grandma's not going to check on you. 18 is not going to check on you. Like, you guys are teenagers. And- Floyd and Bethany, were you guys a part of TPS when the the teachers went on strike and they had to, like, 
I think maybe close some of the schools for a week or so. Were you guys in school at TPS then? I went no. to Washington local. No. Yeah, I was in Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was, and it was a hell hell of a situation. So, Phil, yeah. were you in, were you in middle school or something? Um, I was. I think I was in middle school, and it's the same thing that uh, Floyd's sister is doing. Like, essentially, my mom was just like, "You have to do work. Like, you're not just going to sit here while this gets <laughs> resolved. You have to do work." So it was like no TV. There were no games involved, even though we didn't have games then. There was like no going outside and playing with all our other friends who went to TPS and were allowed to be outside playing. Like you had to sit your ass inside and do something productive. And granddad lives next door, so he will be checking on you to make sure that you know what you're supposed to be doing. That's so how my life went. this is a really nice segue into something that we've all done in our lives. And I would always go to the, Floyd, we've talked about this before, my go-to for uh, not wanting to go to school for whatever. I wasn't. I was never the dodge a test type. There were just days I didn't feel like going, or maybe some days I was. I felt like I was getting bullied, but it was never. I was always prepared for test. Um, Mom, my stomach doesn't feel well. Okay, stay home. Um, what, that was your mom. Yeah. Oh, my mom made me. <laughs> my mom built the obstacle course. It was like, oh, you don't feel good. Run this. Let me see if you die. And I'm like. Okay, I don't feel that bad. We're good. I'm going to school. <laughs> that was my mom. She's like, are you dead? I'm like, no. She was like, then you can go. I was like, damn. God, Donna. Bethany, what about you? Um, I, I'm trying to remember, like, elementary school. I didn't love school, but I didn't mind going to school. So I usually went, unless I had to get off for like a performance or something. Philip, do you um, ever like, uh, not like cut or play hooky or whatever, but like try to get out of going fake sick. So like I tried my hand and my mom picked up on it real quick. Like what I would do essentially is I kind of like lay the seed in the morning and be like, Oh, you know, I don't feel very good. Like may- maybe like, you know, I have a cold or something, but like, I'm going to go to school. Like I really need to go to school today because I want to see everybody and I have this and this and that to do. And then around like two hours into school, I go to nurse's office and I'd be like, I don't feel good. I need to go home. And she'd call my mom. My mom would be pissed and she'd come and get me usually. So, but she called on real quick and she was like, no, he'll be fine. Keep his ass there. I never like, I was like, I skipped school once me and Courtney Grady. Hey girl, if you're listening, um, I skipped school once. And like when I skipped, I was so nervous about getting caught that I didn't even enjoy it. Like, I yeah. was just like, this isn't fun. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of just went to school. I was like, whatever. I always felt like if I didn't go to school, it was like way more work than if I just went to school. Like yeah. trying yeah. to catch up. Oh, for sure. Was oh, way absolutely. More for sure. It was yeah. way more work than just getting up and going. It's like for a lot of people these days, um, Philip would see this in, in me. Um, before taking vacation, like, why would you go away for a week? Because you got to work your ass off to work ahead. And then when you get back, you got to catch up. And that's exactly. Ex- um, I, I, Floyd, I felt the same way. Whenever I did consider like cutting or something, I'd be like, I was always so stressed out that I was going to get caught. I couldn't enjoy the time when I was away because right. I, had a, I had a conscience. Um, so I would just like, I, mom, and my mom was always still asleep as I got older. So she might not even remember that she told me that I could stay home. And then my dad would be like, you weren't at school today. I'm like, uh, mom said, <laughs> yeah. And anyway, I bring this up because. Oh, wait, to- is, and, 
Hold on. And think of it this way, too. We had it easy to skip school because we had answering machines. We could just ran yes. home and erase the message. Yeah. Now they have, like, cell phones and voicemail. Yeah. Or, like, as my sister's school, I don't know if all schools do this. Well, Bethany school might do it. They send a text to parents now. Yeah. Oh. Or yeah, they're like- going to send CSB to your house to figure out why <laughs> you're not there. I, right. I, I always had, like, a plan in the back of my head for that if I ever – did like cut school They're like oh no they they miscounted they th- that was an error they sent they sent the role to off to the office like and they they missed my name i bring this up because i have a completely tongue-in-cheek theory um governor dewine does not have coronavirus does not have covid so everybody that was meeting i'm clapping right now by the way everybody that wait w- yesterday he did i'm confused uh, hang on everybody that was he was going to, I guess, visit with the president yesterday in, in, in Clyde. Uh, everybody that was in and around yesterday, there's a lot of media there. Um, my friend of a friend, Liz at the Blade, my, yeah, Liz at the Blade, like she was on, on the beat. Uh, so she got a COVID test. Jaden was covering the president. So I think if you were, were credentialed with media, you had to get a COVID test. Um, and I'm assuming that's what happened with Governor DeWine. I don't think he, I'm sure he's been tested as a, as a government official, but he was definitely tested because he was probably going to meet the president. So here's my, here's my crazy tongue in cheek, funny conspiracy theory. He pulled, uh, and Eric has a mom, can I stay home? My stomach doesn't feel well. <laughs> so he didn't have to go. Cause I know, I'm sure he's not real thrilled with the president. I'm joking, but. Yeah, he had a positive test and we were all concerned. And then all kinds of fuck faces came out of the wood to say, I told you so, and screw your mask, and just awful people. But he got a second test. Um, I have no words. Uh, He got a second test and, and it came back negative. So the first was likely a false positive. And for anybody that's like, see, the, the disease doesn't even exist. Look, we rushed out the, like like the president said the other day, did you know the COVID test didn't even exist before me? I made it. Well, yeah, but the, these tests are so new, of course there's going to be some mistakes. Like we literally just invented these at, at, at like 180 miles an hour. But hopefully it looks like the governor does not have it. And yeah, because he's, you know at, like he's many- at risk. Do you know how many people I read? Because I, I read, I was told yesterday that DeWine had COVID and he was supposed to meet the president and that all got canceled, even though the president still had his rally or his whatever in Ohio. And then I woke up this morning and I read that and literally there were like so many people saying that he only faked it so he didn't have to actually see the president face to face because he hates his guts or some stupid shit like that. But it was great. Glad I'm not the only one that thought that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he would like have that I press know. go out that he has COVID. If oh, he of course really not. Because oh he, no, he's smart and he said he got texts from you know uh, political friends or coworkers, whatever you want, colleagues that were essentially paraphrasing. I told you so. Um, I mean, we hit another level of stupidity yesterday with people's thoughts and anger, misplaced anger, their confusion about what the mask does for the person or that if you do certain things, you're 100% sure not to get it. Like, so many people have not been paying attention for since March, but I'm I'm glad it looks like he doesn't have it. Yeah, they live in their own reality. Exactly. They don't want to pay attention. Like, they want to be the ones to say, I told you so. And they look for anything that proves what they think to be right, to get an I told you so. 
they don't look for the things that actually are scientifically happening within the world. So they can all go jump into a river. I'm glad they just want to be combative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They, they magnify what they believe is actually happening and how they're, it's not a loss of freedom or rights. Again, as all the memes have said, Correctly, it's an inconvenience. You adjust as schools, bars, businesses, people have, and have still managed to live a, a mostly normal life. Um, to the science point, I every now and then see people saying they predicted that millions would, and I, I did see something that said by January there could be three hundred thousand <laughs> American deaths, um, and that's a lot of people. Um, not the millions that were that that people will point to for projections, like two million, three million, whatever the numbers in the millions were. Now remember, that was at the outset of this, and that was like if we didn't do anything, and we have been pretty rigorous, and most people have really followed the rules. It's just the people who haven't, or the recommendation, the people that haven't have been loud and obnoxious about it. But the reason we have not hit a million or whatever is because we're doing all the things that we're supposed to. So we've really suppressed that number and it's still a big number of deaths and people who have gotten the virus. Yeah. I mean, I 100% agree with you that a lot of people, I think like we see all the loudmouth people who are trying to be combative, like Bethany said, and who are just trying to like slide through with whatever they feel and are just making a ruckus for no reason. But the majority of people are actually following what the recommendations are and are trying not to like even protect themselves, but to protect everybody else around them, or whether they believe it or not, are you trying to be civil fucking people and just keep the peace for the most part? So I think without those people, we'd be a lot more screwed. Um, well, America be a lot more screwed. It'd be a lot worse than what it is. So wow, what a shot, <laughs> Philip. It's not a shot. It's just the truth. F- Floyd, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, uh, two things. <laughs> Why? We're just talking COVID again. I, I know. I, but it's, I mean, it, there's, oh, <laughs> like, it's, it, it's all raining. I'm like, I say this. No, no, like, I'm just saying, like, I say the same shit five days a week. And I'm just like, nothing's changed. So, like, I'm letting other people say their perspective. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, I agree still. I know. I know. And I appreciate that. And we wouldn't be doing all this if the show was on the air as normal. It would it'd be, there'd be other things. Um, we just have more. F- <laughs> yeah. we, no, I'm here. I promise I'm here. I we have more freedom on, on the podcast here. And I think pe- the, the people that really enjoy the show, like I said, Floyd, we've run off all the people who were standing outside waving at Trump <laughs> yesterday, not wearing masks. Ooh, so much diversity. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said on Twitter. I was like, oh, yes, look at all that diversity. Yes. Y'all, those people going to vote. There was a, I forget what I was listening to, but I think it was like, wait, wait, don't tell me or something. They were talking about Hispanics for Trump. And I was just like so confused. And this Hispanic journalist was basically like, if you're Hispanic for Trump, you're not really Hispanic. I said, but they are. Uh, Like, that's just who they are. They can't help that they like something they shouldn't. Well, there's, I always like raise an eyebrow when I see women which is you see those i mean there was one younger woman i saw yesterday and i get it i mean it's it's it, a lot of it is ge- geographically based and who you grow up around um and but i always really go huh when like there, Clyde. <laughs> yeah there was <laughs> there was one gentleman that said like black people or blacks for trump and i'm like whatever i, I i'm not i don't i don't Maybe I should ask, but I would be bothered by the answer. But no, don't even ask. They're just not. They're just not allowed at the barbecue. That's what I just say. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, don't you know, don't bring Kool Aid. Don't bring mashed potatoes. 
Don't be chicken. You're not allowed at the barbecue. You can look from afar. If you need a plate, I will make you one, and I will bring it to you. You I cannot sit at the Cruz. table and listen the ter- to the Gap Band with the rest of us. Gone the somewhere. Terry Cruises of the world, I just yeah. really can't deal with. And, like, I don't like saying the word that, like, the other, like, African-Americans use for people like that. But, like, it's real. Oh. And they are doing it so hard. What's so. the word? Um, do you don't know what it is, Floyd? It. You might say, okay, yeah. I don't like saying it. I ain't saying it. I don't, it's just, it's like, it's just a real, like, it's not a bad word. You Oh, wait, the candy store, when you're going down 75 to Columbus. You know what I'm talking about, Eric? It sounds like buffoonery. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So, wait yeah. a second. So, does that mean that you're, like, a white black person? No, 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 bro, no, that, no, no, no. That means that, it, it's, that means just, that, it's just another term for those people. It's, 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 it's you know how it's like, like sometimes you, you have raccoons in your garbage. That's the word he's trying to say. <laughs> yeah. No, I know like the word. I know. Okay. Like I'm like, people. girl. What they are, what they are essentially is like, do you know the big issue with like, uh, black Twitter and Terry Crews? Do you know what's going on there or no? I don't go on black Twitter, but I know Terry okay. Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews is not very well liked among the black community now because he's saying some bizarre things. And I know there's an a political person, a black woman. I don't know her name, but also has very Candace pro- Owens. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. King that those are that's the king and queen of of tomfoolery, we'll say. I, <laughs> that's what that's what oh, it means. Okay. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you that's were gonna, what it means. I thought it was the house N word you might be alluding to. No. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, okay. no, no. But it's funny. I, I mean, I, I do want to hear what those people and why they support certain things, but I don't because I would just ask the question. I'd be like, do you know that he really does make things more difficult for people of your skin color? So, <laughs> but not for so, him. That's the problem. That's the thing. Like for him, he feels like it's great for him because it's like it's in like his, his tax bracket or his level and he just doesn't understand why because you don't understand because you don't live within the city you don't give back to where maybe you or your family have come from and you don't see those people and you don't go into that neighborhood and understand the situations that are going on you just want to sniff and put your nose up in the orange man's butt so wow wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry I, i'm done fill up is talking i want to find there's a direct quote from him that terry no, no, no. Um, the president. Hold on, let me find it. You guys keep talking, but I'll say that I've had a com. I, I, I've had a. I had conversations with um gay people who support, you know who, um, mm-hmm. and they had some what valid. The devil. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> say it. Say say it one more time, Bethany. What the devil? What incarnation? <laughs> okay, so yeah. Floyd, is it because they're rich? No, 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 no. Trust me. Some people voted for him, and I don't know if they still stand this way with him, but they just didn't really care for, like, the politics of people. They didn't care for, like, politicians. So, like, they thought he would be the guy to change it, to be the every man can run for president. Well, you guys well, suck. Yeah. I, right. Yeah, and, I, and, and before, like, he was even president, and, I, you know, I still wasn't on that team. I was, I was Team Hillary all day long. But, like, mm-hmm. I understood and listened to why they did. I said, oh, I get it. Like, yeah, politicians, they run their mouth. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's cool. So I understood in the beginning why people voted for Trump. I get it. I get it. However, now I'm just like, how can you still, being 
being a gay person. How can you still support him? Like he's clearly you know, been like, very outspoken about us. Some people, people just don't want to be wrong. They they like they knew they were wrong and they figured out that they're wrong, but they just have to hold their pride as such a big fucking thing. They're just like, oh, like, but still, you know, even though all these things have happened, it happened against the community that I am a part of. I still think that my choice was a better choice and was a good choice for X, Y, and Z, which really at this point really don't mean shit. So the only reason, and that's, I bring up the rich thing because look, I mean, in, in Republican fashion, usually uh, Republicans and that's what he ran as obviously are, are better for high earners because there's less taxes. We, we, so I could see why some people four years ago voted for him. We're able to put some moral and ethical problems aside and go, you know what? He's better for my money. And really, I was having this discussion the other day when I did uh, when I was with Jesse doing the 419 Grind podcast. Like, we would all vote for, like, money is important to Democrats, Republicans, everybody. In many ways, like, all of us are, in a way, fiscally conservative and, you know, socially liberal because we all want to do best by our money. There's not a single American who doesn't want to pay less taxes if they can, but, you know, some more than others because the more you earn, the more you're taxed. Um, but right, that- so I found the quote. Oh, okay, go ahead. So, sorry. So this is, I've had conversations with fellow people of color or black or brown people who have voted for Trump. And this direct quote right here from the president, and this isn't like me making it up or paraphrasing. This is President Trump on Senator or House, House Representative John Lewis. Civil rights icon, um, equality rights icon. Like he's been done so much, so much for Black people and LGBTQ plus. Like he was on the front line for both of us, mm-hmm. and at a time when it wasn't popular. Like, and th- I'm not making this up. This is a direct quote from the president. He didn't come to my inauguration. He didn't come to my State of the Union speeches, and that's okay. That's his right. And again, nobody has done more for Black Americans than I have. Abraham Lincoln. Like, I mean, I've done, I've, I have quote. done more for black Americans yeah. than fucking Donald Trump has. And like, I have come so, from to Ohio where I've, no, like, no. So, and, like, and this, is, this isn't like me, this isn't like a missed magazine article or a missed newspaper print. He said this on film. Like, it, it, it's going to be in the history I, books that he said about, about John Freaking Lewis, who I have never known someone <laughs> who like gases themselves up more than that man. It is you must. I mean, there has to be somebody him. else. There has to be somebody else who's like telling him these things as well. Like you, you can't just go and step out in front of the camera and compare yourself to like a civil rights advocate, like somebody like John Lewis, and say I have done more for African American people. Like somebody else is gassing this man yeah. up, and then he's like, you know no. what? You're right. I can say that, and everybody should hear it. That was in the Jonathan Swan interview the other day, because he got asked, like, why didn't, what would you feel about John Lewis? And and Floyd read most of the the, the quote. And I, you know, I don't want to defend him, but at least that is not completely unexpected um, for him. And it's bullshit, dude. Like, I'm going to get heated right now. So arrogant. Hold on. It's super. If something not going to your inauguration, is not the kind of slight that should drive someone into the pettiness that Trump presented. Because as the president, I mean, this is an American icon. He should have had more thoughtful words and been a part of the Lewis things. 
Um, but I get I don't expect that from him. And he it was just him being petty. It was him not at once again, and again, this is what we expect. He was not acting presidential where you know, it's like you got to be like like us. Being a professional in our line in anybody's line of work is going to work and working when you're upset about something at work. You button it up, you 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 try not to act like a dick, and you go to work, and you act like a professional. And he can't act presidential, but he should have acted professional. And his quote was, and this is the, at least the second time he said this: that I've done more for black people than for I've done more as president for black people than anybody but Abraham Lincoln. That's obviously not true. And um, what's it called? Uh, Jonathan Swan said, "What about Lyndon Johnson? He signed the Civil Rights Act." And Trump dismissed him. And he, I think his source of this is because he believes that like the black unemployment numbers are better than they've ever been, at least up until the last six months. And in a sense, he's right. But guess what? The employment numbers up until uh, the pandemic were up for everyone. Like we had nearly historic unemployment, like three, like under 5%, like two and 3%. Can, Hold on. Can I also say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, like, I just, I just want to say some of this, like, great. Like, I understand these numbers, and I understand that these numbers have come about while he is the one that's in office. But a lot of the actions that were set in place for this to happen did not come from him being in office oh, as absolutely. well. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that uh, absolutely. But also, and like, that's again why he just doesn't get it. But he plays to his base, uh, and you're a thousand percent right. Like, Obama gave him those unemployment numbers, just like. The President Bush and his crew gave Obama the 2008 uh, uh, recession mm-hmm. and downturn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and whatever. I mean, if the next, if Biden is the next person, um, and he can't clean up the pandemic quickly enough or as quickly as people would like, it will. It might look bad on him, but he can go look. The guy before me didn't give me a good start. So you're always in someone's wake, right? But and that's, well, that's why. What the- and that's what like the, the the eight years is for. Like the first four years, like you're definitely yeah. like cleaning up a mess or building up your own. That's what the next four years are for. But like you, like if you are if you already are taking something that was established and not necessarily like the best way for every American or like the greatest way, but in a good moving way from where we have been, you start to dismantle that and tear it down. And then you you look at the great stuff that has happened and say you'll take credit for that. And then look at the the bad stuff that's happened and say, well, that wasn't my fault. You always want to pass the buck to somebody else. Like the man, the man's the man's awful. Like I don't, I've I've said, I don't think he is. And you guys can light me up for this if you want. I I actually don't think he's a racist. Like I don't think he, I don't think he did. I think he will like anybody, regardless of color, who can help him be bigger and better and make more money. I believe he is like the apex of a narcissist and it's I, him, I, it, it's him first, last and always. And so what he says comes off as racist or insightful, but I don't think he is like some people that we go that they use the N word. They, you know, all these other things. I just think he will say whatever to make himself bigger than life. And it just comes off as racist and and xenophobic but i don't think he is a cut and dry through and through racist i think like the things that he has said in the past even before his presidency puts him in line to be a racist it puts him in line to be uh sexist and it puts him in line to overall like you said just be trying to get claw his way to the top 
and it makes him a horrible person, a racist, anything else that you want to call him because he has no morals and no principles and no standards. Like he'll do anything and yeah. walk across any community or any person and downgrade them and oppress them, make them feel like the worst thing in the world. If it makes him, it puts him in a higher look uh, around everybody else in the world. And I just, I, may, I think, I mean, that, that makes you a racist. No, I, you are putting yourself in that box. I, I, I completely understand that. I'll, I'll throw out one more visual example. And, and if anybody wants to help else to hop in, fine. If not, we can talk about Mediterranean chicken wraps. Um, <laughs> there, we, we, know, we know the white people who will not, like, if there were no seats left in a place to sit other than sitting next to a black person, that white person would, would rather, you know, leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's him. Um, I don't think he's that kind of racist, but I completely understand, Philip, by you saying the things he does creates racism or creates animosity between races, so that makes him a racist. I I understand that. I brought Philip uh, I brought Floyd a Mediterranean chicken wrap yesterday from Mr from My Way Bistro. How was there was it? no chicken on it. What? <laughs> nope. You bought him a wrap. That's all you I did. threw it you away. What? It was, just, it was just lettuce, hummus, and Greek dressing, and it wasn't good. I was like, oh, this is a salad inside of a wrap. Oh, that's I so dry. One, and then I threw it away. I was that, like, oh. That sounds so dry. It's so I had disgusting. a bag of chips. I'm very appreciative of it. No, I thank you for it. It wasn't his fault. Oh, I thank you for bringing me lunch, but it, there was no chicken on it. It was hummus, Aww. feta cheese, lettuce. Red onions, which are actually purple, um, <laughs> and some dressing, and I was like, "Oh, this is okay." How eat the chips? My bad. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. Well, well hold bad. on. No, let me correct myself because I thought it was uh, a Mediterranean chicken wrap, but no, it's just, you, it's right. It, there, there was no chicken. I guess I would have had to ask for it. I'm sorry, I didn't. No, I went back and read the description. I go, "Oh, he ordered it right," because it it says nothing about me, but. I was trying to do more plant food anyway, so I was like, this is cool. It just, but honestly, lettuce has no flavor, and then mix it with a wrap. It was just weird. No. Floyd, one of these the days. The chips were delicious. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> were. I would eat it. <laughs> so apparently, My Way Bistro is where Paco's used to be on Monroe Street, um, in the little shopping center where Kyle, or my friend Kyle's comic book shop used to be. And um, I went over there with Lance. Uh, we wanted, he, he had bragged about their corned beef, which I'm still, you know, hard up for. And it was a very good sandwich that I had. And they, he's trying to get some business. He's trying to make the guy an advertiser, My Way Bistro. But apparently this guy, Steve, knows everybody. He has a brilliant marketing strategy. He He's he's old, he's retired. He's probably in his early 60s, late 50s. He goes to other bars and restaurants in the area in Sylvania, sits down at the bar and talks to people. And then ultimately he waits them out when they ask, and they eventually ask, well, what do you do? Says I own a I own a bar or restaurant, and then he just like magnetically attracts people, and they come visit him. Apparently, a lot of the service industry in Sylvania, when they're not working, goes to My Way Bistro. That is pretty smart, actually. Because I mean, if you sit down next to somebody at the bar and you chat up with them, and like it's going well and they seem really nice, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I own a bar or restaurant. I'm, I'm there most of the time, just like hanging out." Doing stuff, you'd be like, yeah, I'll totally come visit you. And then if your food is dank, then duh, I'm gonna come back. Yes, right. His, yeah, the the sandwich I have is really good. Floyd, I'm sorry you didn't like yours. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I promise you. I was very appreciative. One and di- the pickle was good too. The, the chips. <laughs> so somebody asked me on Facebook uh, when I posted the sandwich. Um, I could have gotten 
the chips, fries, or tater tots. I went with the chips. And they weren't like a bag of chips. What, like your your Lay's or whatever it would be. Your, your they were sn- just freshly fried potato chips. Is that, okay. Mm. I don't like the ribbon fries from Tom's Barbecue. Yeah. They were really yeah, good. Yeah, they were I, good. I didn't know how to describe them other than they weren't vending machine chips. Like, they were good. But Floyd, since you said you... You don't like you. You think the lettuce has no taste. Um, I invite you to allow me to make one of my world famous salads for you one day, and I, I hope to change your mind. Okay, so dressing has a taste. Lettuce doesn't have a taste. <laughs> he said what he said, Eric. Lettuce ain't got no taste. It has don't no get it taste. Twisted. Like lettuce, literally. I like. I feel like. What do you put on your salad? Uh, my salads. Are uh, well, lettuce, Chicken. lettuce, tomato, carrots, cucumbers, green peppers, red onion, uh, avocados, tomatoes, and then okay, you just, okay, okay, keep going. So it that would be the basic salad, and I use it a variety. No avocados for me. Okay, I use a variety of I have all kinds of not not dressings, but all kinds of olive oils and uh, and vinegars, different flavors, different tastes, all and that there's stuff. There's where the flavor comes in. Okay. I mean, olive oils and vinegars are basically, you're making like a vinaigrette dressing. You're just, you're just missing like something sweet. It, it's not right. a vinaigrette. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat a salad. I just, I just, the basis of the wrap yesterday was mainly lettuce. So like, you need- I love the way red onions taste and feta cheese. Like, I love like that Mediterranean taste and the hummus. The blend was good. I think I was just expecting meat, but when I bit into it and then I went back and looked at the menu and I was like, what the hell? And I go, oh, there is no meat on here. So like I said, it wasn't their fault. It wasn't your fault. I should have thoroughly looked at the menu a little bit more. I just saw Mediterranean wrap and the first thing I thought was, ooh, Euro meat. And I was like, all right, that's going to sound good. And maybe they should have offered, I, I don't know, like extra hummus on the side or or some kind of- It was of, still good from some, what I bit. Some kind of dressing or something. Um, <laughs> don't also, feel bad. It was I like like I said. Thank you. You're welcome. Also, at your work yesterday, um, I saw lots of your videos. Can can you talk about them, please? Yeah, I don't care. I was bored. What videos? I was literally bored. <laughs> you made videos so at work bored. yesterday. Yeah, I sure did. I was dancing to Lizzo. Um, yeah. Somebody's watching me by Rockwell. Um, so. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> yeah. So bored. So I don't have TikTok. So Eric informed me that TikTok is kind of on Instagram now with Reels. So I was like, yeah. Well, I'm bored. No one's here. No one's been here for two hours. Well, let me investigate. Let me go on this Reels thing. First off, I'm old. I my first thing I had to do was I Googled how to make a reel on Instagram. No, I, no you didn't. You. I, I did. I was so like, I don't know what I'm doing. So all you, to do it, people, oh. don't even waste your time. All you do is hit your camera at the top corner of your Instagram, and at the bottom it says, post a story or make a reel. I'm like, oh, I didn't even have to Google. So I was making reels yesterday, and I discovered that I'm actually really funny. So it's cool. Uh. <laughs> we already knew you were funny, trust me. So are you addicted now? No, because it's still confusing. But Dave's just going to make one tonight for the show to see. Because, like, the one reel got, like, 100 likes already. I said, ooh, people are so simple out there. Is this really <laughs> all, I, all I was doing was lip-syncing the Lizzo good as hell. Like, I was, there, was no, there was no talent behind it. It was just as long as you knew the words and, 
did your hair toss and check your nails? Baby, how you feeling? I'm feeling good as hell. Like, you know what I mean? That was it. That was it. It was like a 15-second clip, and people were just like, oh, my God, I love this. I'm like, who the hell are you? And that's where I got my first Instagram troll. Eric, I talked about it today on Twitter. I haven't Someone seen you I haven't seen you tweet oh, this morning. I made it, you guys. I made it. I have, I have internet trolls, and you know what? It gets me hard. Yeah. When you say yes, when you say troll, like, wait, what happened? So I left Facebook because I got into an argument with someone. Mm-hmm. I'll text you pr- privately or message you privately about this person. But okay, I'm here. For I it. woke up to someone commenting on my thing. They're like, "You're so stuck up," and I go. Excuse me, because I just <laughs> I, was like, I was like, excuse me. They're like, you, don't forget, someone forgot where they came from. And I said, girl, Ooh. bye. Now listen, listen that's too early for old, all of that. The old me would have popped Haters off and hate. hurt this person's. Like, listen, <laughs> the old me would have popped off and hurt this person's feelings, but the new me chuckled, deleted, and blocked this person. Now, mm. upon further investigation. I had a friendship with this person back in the day. I have not talked to this person in forever. So, like, when she, I'll I'll describe her gender. When she messed, when she commented, I was just like, who the hell are you? And I went, like, to her profile and go, oh, girl, bye. I got time for this. Deleted and blocked. So, yeah, so I made it. So, no matter what I do now, people are going to hate, and I love it. So, send all the hate. Because I feel like... If you have haters, that means you're doing something right, and you're going out of your way to tell me how you feel. And I love it because I'm not, Listen, I'm not I, seeking you out. <laughs> I am loving the fact that I am occupying space in your mind, sis. Like I am rent free, <laughs> and I'm loving it. Let's do it. Right. I'm like, girl, bye. Whatever. <sighs> <laughs> I, whatever. See, I'm here. I'm talking. I just waited the last <clears throat> ten minutes to talk. This this wasn't my. Are you still there, Eric? You yeah, quiet, I, boy? I no, I was uh, I was looking up exactly. I was looking for a Winston Churchill quote for what you just said. Um, you have He's enemies. Dead. You have enemies. Yes, he is. You have enemies. <laughs> Good. That means you stood up for something in your lifetime. Amen. Yeah, I'm like, girl. First off, you sent me that comment at like three in the morning. Why are you up so late on Listen, a Thursday? I'm gonna tell you <laughs> like, something, Floyd. No I'm gonna tell you right now. This person is really upset with you because you figured out how to use real because you were smart and Googled it long before they did, <laughs> and they're still trying to sit there and fucking figure out how to do it. So they just hating because you took the initiative. I'm just saying. No, it, it, I, it, like I said, I obviously don't care. I wasn't even gonna bring it up. I just think it's funny because like. It's just weird because, like, why are people – and this is why I left Facebook for the time that I did. Like, I found myself going out of my way to tell people how I felt about them and thinking in the process I lost who I was as a person. We talked about this earlier in the um, podcast, so I'm not, I, won't, I won't repeat myself a lot. But in the process of me seeking out my way of describing my feelings towards someone, I was like, wait, why do you care? This person's not – this person, Floyd, is not fucking you, feeding you, or financing you. Hey. Why does it matter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why does it matter what this person thinks or their opinion? That's kind of why I got quiet earlier when we started talking about COVID and Donald Trump. Because I'm just like, you know what? I know where my alliance lies. I'd rather <laughs> be on the right side of history than the wrong side of history. And I'm sure people on the other side think the same way, and they think they're on the right side of history. It is what it is. That's the glory and the 
foundation and the greatness of this country, whether you still believe it's great or not. Some of us, not really. But I'm allowed to have an opinion, and you're allowed to have a different opinion, and we're allowed to have a civil conversation. And guess what? We're allowed to go have a drink as friends at the end of the day, whether we disagree or not. I think we have lost that in this country, and I'm very Amen. guilty of it, too. I Yo, it's not even out. just... But I had cut off so many people in my life who I, like, genuinely thought were friends. But, like, I got caught up in my own ego of how I believe something should be that I just cut them out. I never gave them a reason to explain themselves. I never gave them a chance to explain themselves. So, like, I just thought back, back to why I left Facebook. I was just like, Floyd, who have you become? Like, your mom has always raised you to be like, Floyd, not everyone's the same. Everyone's different. I remember coming out. My mom was like, I love you. Your sister loves you. Your dad and your family loves you. But just understand, not everyone is going to understand this. That is fine. Because once again, they're not on your day to day. They don't matter. And somewhere in my 37 years, I lost that within the past two, one to two years. So I was just like, I just think we just lost the fundamentals of this country of a good debate or not even a debate. Cause when you, there's a, this negative stigma with debate, we lost, we lost good conversations with people. Like a good conversation isn't two people agreeing a good conversation. No. is someone, It's like, it's like tennis. I hit you a conversation. You hit me back <clears> with <throat> something else. I hit it back. And at the end we handshake and someone gets a trophy and then we go out for a drink afterwards or, Hey, I gotta go home. I'll text you later. We I mean, my family, like, we constantly have those conversations because we we are kind of you're related. Decided. That, you're related. You're related. That's the only reason you guys still feel like you have to get along. <laughs> if if you were no. if you didn't come out of Betsy, and if you weren't uh, Mike's DNA, you would probably be like, "Fuck you, Trumpers." No, but honestly, like, I, I think it's a good thing that we have to have conversations because it kind of forces me to like constantly be on my game and make sure that I am doing my research and like having answers when people ask me questions and understanding where where I lay on certain issues and just like it and I think I with I I, I feel like it's really good that we can have those conversations and then at at the end be like okay see you at dinner like it that's you, how people have, grow and learn and you, but I, somewhere along the way like i feel like and it's not and, and, it, and it's not just me feeling somewhere along the way and this is just me speaking personally and then i want to elaborate on what bethany said about like doing her research and everything i thought actually we'll talk about that first because i'm not i'm going to repeat myself if i go back but with what Bethany said, I agree with her like 130%. Like, their t- like, do you find, and this is for you, Bethany, because you brought it up, do you find that when someone says something that you don't really align with, that you do your research trying to figure out where they're coming from just to understand them a little bit more before, like, popping off? It's that or, like, if I, I just, that and also making sure that I have my references for my points of view. Yeah. So, like, quoting things or, you know, the videos that I've seen or the articles that I've read and, like, points of reference for why I feel a certain way or just, like, you know, backing up my point, basically. Um, 
because I, I never want to be I'm with one you. of those I'm with people. You. I, I'm with you on that too. I'm, I promise you, I'm, I'm team yeah, like Bethany I, with this one. Yeah. I never want to be one of those people that's like, you know, F Trump and blah, blah, blah. If I don't have anything to back it up because that happens to me on the other side. I let, so I, it's yeah. like, I, I have to be able to back up why I feel certain ways. Otherwise I can't argue my point. I'm going to throw something out real quick to shape the argument and then Floyd back to you. Um, we've always kind of been this, this extreme. And uh, I mean, remember 150 years ago, uh, there was a man that was almost bludgeoned to death on the floor of Congress. So even though there's yelling and cursing and AOC stuff and bitch this sometimes on, on the floors of Congress, like people would, there was, they would come to, to blows and mm-hmm. Charles Sumner got fo- followed and beaten within like an eyelash of his death. So we've come some way and we've, we've always had these extreme views. The thing is now we can all communicate them a lot easier on the internet. I mean, that's uh, we fine, can, but, like, but do we? Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yes, we can, yes. You but ne- however, you never knew. You never, you, you never had such an idea of what people thought before until Facebook and Twitter. You, you had no idea that there were such diverse and, quite frankly, ignorant views of the world. You'd only hear about it and read about it in newspapers. Like, I, I, I say this all the time. I mentioned it to somebody else when I was having a nice conversation the other day. Remember, the world is actually a much better place than it's ever been. There are just more things than ever before telling you, mostly the bad things. That is true. Yeah. There's yeah, a right. there's a wonderful article that that same writer from the Blade Liz wrote about an undecided voter in the Blade today. I really encourage everybody to read it. In fact, so Floyd, do you remember when I I tried to I I literally I extended it a real invite to Todd in Bedford. I was like, dude, I I want to know why you feel this way. Why do you think this way? Why do you have to stand on top of your your gun place with a gun and blare music to a Black Lives Matter? But but again. And I didn't want to do it in a combative way, but there are people who I will cut out of my life because their their ignorance doesn't deserve an explanation. I can understand why they think that way because of a lack of education and unwillingness. But this guy named Doug, um, I guess, restores or reimagines Victorian homes in Clyde. And he's trying to turn these big houses, kind of like the old West End, into a coffee shop and an ice cream shop and some, some retail but the government is being slow getting him licenses. So he's like, I take donations for coffee. And he has gone back and forth in presidential elections like Clinton, Bush, Obama, Romney didn't vote. Oh, he wrote Kasich in four years ago. Um, he, he is for he's against abortion rights, but for police reform. Uh, for universal health care. So he is truly like middle-of-the-road stuff. And I would love to donate um, to have a cup of coffee. Like, that is the person I think we would all like to have a discussion with because Todd, on top of his building, there's no having a reasonable conversation with that person. They're just too ignorant but, for their own good. Okay, but in, in that in that respect, with Todd, and this is a black person saying this, why can't you have a conversation with him? Like I would, I would, I like, I, by no means. So some, I, sometimes you know. having a conversation with somebody 
like who is that i don't know who that person is i i i'm thinking it's a real person could be fictional but having a conversation with somebody like that there is no conversation it's just talking to a brick wall because they're not going to give you the opportunity or the respect that you're looking to give to them to speak their way so it's like but it's very one-sided it's true but like i think going back to what bethany said piggyback with her like but with me saying my piece and coming with facts to this person that gives me a peace of mind to be like you know you don't even we had a conversation but it's kind of like when someone says something ignorant and like everyone like cancel them i'm like no educate them first Mm -hmm. and then once you educate them it's like any school any teacher i've given you the knowledge it's up mm-hmm. to you to use it. You can use it or not. Well, and if you don't use it, I've done my part and I don't care. And that and that's the problem. And, I, and I'm using uh, Philip Todd as a real person. He's on the school okay. board of, oh. of Bedford Township. And he has... Uh, ignorant girl. So he, he posted like all these very stereotypical memes about women and Hispanics. And, you know, at one point they were okay, but when you post them on the internet as someone who is on a school board, like there are just some yeah. things you 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 have to sacrifice when you're in a position like that. And he doesn't understand that. He uh, was is he still on, on the school board. Yep, he's also oh, running. That, so that's hold, so hold that's up. the issue. Hold, he's also running for some kind of council, township, something, whatever. And then somebody told me the other day that when the Black Lives Matter protest was in uh was in lambertville and i was like well if there's going to be some kind of eruption it's going to be there and it was really it was beautiful but somebody told me yeah somebody told me that uh that todd was during one of the rallies there todd was on top of his gun building with his gun blaring american music he is combative and confrontational like american music Kid Rock, I don't, I don't know. Lee so, Greenwood, yeah. I'm proud so, to be in America. So I don't. I, I he has done enough for me to go. He is ignorant. Okay, so hold on. So I didn't know all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about like the one-off idiotic comment because I, I have been thinking, and one of the things I, I might, I, I was gonna do for content today was do one thing today. Do 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 one thing and try to do this every day. Have a thought and then question it. Why do I think that way? Whether it's mm-hmm. a good thought or a bad thought. And when, when with someone like Todd, exactly. they are so deeply ingrained with ignorance and an inability to think critically. And to and we all have the ability, part of thinking critically is putting yourself in someone else's shoes. T- uh, Todd and others like that, Floyd, unfortunately, like you said to me, this is exactly who I expected at this at this Trump Clyde rally. Ooh, and I and I and, and, and that's maybe if we talk to them, we'd understand. And we're just looking at them. But if there's there just seems to be a lot of behavior like Todd with that. And and to emphasize that point, um, while those people were out there, and I don't know that they feel the same way as a Todd does, um, there were also a lot of unmasked people out there, and they were not socially distant. So that leads At me to, that that leads me to believe that you're just not the kind of person that I want to have a conversation with. Because even if I offered that, or if I said, "Hey, don't you think you should be wearing a mask?" You know, you're kind of close to these people. I would get it's all a hoax, and you know what? That conversation yeah. can't be had. But Doug, who who is who we are completely opposite when it comes to abortion rights. He is against it. I am a thousand percent for it. He's a reasonable person that I could have a discussion with and would love to chat with where we could truly, you know, we could further understand why each other feels other ways. I will never understand. 
I know why he. I know what brought him to it, but I will never understand and and condone Todd being on his building with his gun. Bang. Okay. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> always so curious, like especially when people um, have a view that's opposite of mine, or you know, a view that I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm always the one that's curious. Is like. Why do you feel that way? Because I, again, like, I don't, I don't want to be ignorant. I don't want to be somebody that doesn't, you know, doesn't look into things. And if there's, if they have a good reason for why they feel that way, it might make me question, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's how you're constantly learning and growing and changing. And I think it's, it's so much more important. It's more important to me to have the backup and to be able to support how you feel than it is mm-hmm. what like what you're feeling because like, if you if you have a really good point as to why you feel a certain way and and you can justify that and you have like the references to back that up and really make me think about it like I'm all for that the problem with that is sorry Floyd, I'll go quick and oh, you can hop, you go quick and hop in I understand that, and I know that. Like, look, if a black person uh, killed, you know, or did something awful to someone that I know, that could immediately make me a racist. I could completely understand you feeling that way. But then I got to ask you: you know, that was one person and not an entire race of people, right? Oh, I don't care. Right, but again, then you at least have that basis of knowledge of why they feel that way, and then you can continue the conversation and try to, you know, show them why. Yes, that was that was traumatic for you, and yes, you're completely justified in feeling that way. But I ask you to continue to think about the fact that that was one person. They, they won't or if, offer. They won't. You know what I mean? Well, no, and, no they and won't. Some people might not. So they but, won't. And, and an example is from earlier this week, Floyd. Do you remember the lady who asked why there why there are black TV shows? Floyd. Yes. She says, yeah, but but she asked though. You know what I mean? She, and like, and, so and then, I can't. And then so refuse I, the I answer. Frust- well, that's, that, but that's going back to what I said. Educate them, but this is the knowledge I'm giving you. You can use this knowledge for your good. You asked a question. Here's the knowledge. She didn't run with it. I done my part. Those people did their parts. It's out of our hands now. So those people who gave her the reason why there's black entertainment television, there's a Tyler Perry Studios, there's... um. Back in the day, there was black exploitation films. There's black cinema. Like we gave her that information, she didn't want to take in the information. So therefore, we done our piece. We done our part. We said our piece. That's her ignorance right there. Like I know that I can sleep well at night that I informed someone why we have difference in these um, genres of stuff. Now, yeah, you made I mean, the effort. You made the effort. You know what I mean? I- I think that going back to like what Floyd said at the beginning, it's just like the, the central fact of being able to have a debate or two different sides and not being able to discuss them as like normal people without lashing out at one another or saying hateful things or it becoming a physical situation. Like that is a skill that has been lost in basically the entire world. And it's like, it's very hard to watch and see when somebody has a different opinion and they're trying to maybe even seek knowledge and ask questions and they get shitted on so hard because well, they don't have the same opinion as the other. Again, it goes back the to the perfect it, example. It's the communication platform um, where you can be a angry, violent, anim- animosity-driven asshole on the internet. Where face to face, you can amicably disagree at a coffee shop. 
you and like and I just like I said in the I'm gonna say my point right now, and then I'll hush. I'll shut up. No, because <laughs> I clearly monopolized monopolized yeah. the last twenty minutes of this show. No, um, that's great. Well, the perfect example of this is, and I know you guys are gonna laugh at me, but it's my guilty pleasure show. Like, is the view? Imagine if Whoopi, Joy, Sunny, and Megan all had the same opinion. That show would be boring as hell. Yeah, but. You have mm-hmm. Whoopi, who's the middle. Like she, she's been very open. She's not a Republican. She's not a Democrat. She likes facts. Joy, she's extremely liberal. We have Sunny, who's also like kind of in the middle, but she's more a moderate liberal. Liberal. And then you have Megan, who's like extremely conservative. Like, but she does not like Donald Trump. And these women can have a conversation. But this is the way. If you want to look the way America works, look at the view. Anytime Megan says something that disagrees with the other three, everyone's all mad at Megan. Now, anytime Joy says it. something, yeah. re- well, anytime Joyce, it goes both ways. Anytime Joyce says something off the rails that's very liberal, look at the way the girls react to her. They're always like, "Oh, you, that's so liberal and deep." And like, so it's like it's like Joy represents one side of America. Megan represents the other side. If you can you imagine those two with the show by themselves, it'd be oil and water. They could not have a civil conversation. And I'm like, why can't you have a civil conversation? Because I would love to see Joy and Megan sit down and just talk it out without yelling. We've lost that. We've lost that. Off camera. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Remember, uh, I think they actually... Floyd, sometime in the last year, I think they apologized to one another. They're like, that got out of control. We're actually very civil. But remember, the lights are on. It's a show. It's entertainment. And but, not only is, is conflict... That's how real conversations are, though. If you ever have a conversation with someone who's so... And I'm Bethany, I'm going to ask you for like backup or like clarity. Like she lives in a, She lives in a house divided with her family. Are there any times that there's, there's sometimes when tensions get so heavy that you just kind of throw your hands up? You're like, I need to leave the situation for a second. Like, just oh, to gather your thoughts. Yeah, so, like, that's how it is. Whether there's cameras there or not, that's how people are. And I'm one of those people, too. I'm like, you know what? I hear you. I want to understand you. And I'm sure you feel the same way about me. But I have to take myself out of this situation because I'm getting very heated right I don't now. Think and I think we've lost that. that. Yeah, okay, right, yeah, there's nothing wrong, I think that's a great way to handle a situation, is to excuse yourself when it gets too heated, but also, like, I think that people like Megan and Joy, they have a different relationship in front of the camera than they do off of the camera, and I think that apology just kind of proves that, but the issue, like you said, Floyd, and you said too, Eric, is that it's what mainstream sees, and they see that this is the proper way for me to have a debate with somebody, is by watching shows like this, and seeing that happen, and and then they imitate that, because that's what they think is right, even on these news shows, like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, they have these shows where people do nothing but talk over each other, and they yell at each other, so they think, this is how I get my point across, this is how I win, this is how I get you to understand what's going on. A thousand percent. To to Bethany's, like, family strife at times like yeah that was common and i think we were all we were we're all old enough before uh before the internet hit big and we had like i could philip you are on the phone with us or you're you're digitally connected 
uh, with us six hours away. Like the entire yeah. world is connected. But it, when it when it was just the Urbanski family, you know, there was always somebody who got a little loud, and then everything kind of cooled off, and we moved on. But because it is so easy to communicate with people, we see how fiery things can get on the internet. And because Philip, to your exact point, where the news networks who need to get ratings to drive revenue and add money and all that, they see that there is far more money and eyeballs in that with yelling and conflict than actual news and facts and reasoned opinions. I mean, there's a reason why Fox News and CNN do a lot better than NPR, which is more even-keeled. It leans liberal, but it's not a lot of yelling. And to the point that I think you guys have said, so... Now we've gone from the Urbanski family in 1997 going, you know what, that what Clinton did was was reprehensible, abhorrent, and somebody walks out of a room and you don't talk for a day. Now, because of all the yelling everywhere, we think it's okay to cut people out of our lives who we care about because we think that that is the norm when it is, but it shouldn't be. And It re- shouldn't be, and that, and, that, and that was the whole point of my thing, saying like we lost somewhere along the way, we lost the track of who we are as Americans. America was built on, honestly, when they moved over here for like religious and tax freedom, like to have a debate and to have open discussions. Somewhere we lost the principles of America and I am guilty of it. Like I have cut people out we who I considered really close friends and I'm just like, but I didn't give them a chance to explain themselves. Now, in that respect, I'm also a Gemini. They also have not tried to reach out to me as well. So, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, so I, you know, I'm not going to go down and play. However, I will say, they have not reached out to me either. Floyd, let, your words on America are thoughtful and accurate. Um, and But remember, though, much like my friend at the outset of this said, Americans don't like being told what to do. We did we did revolt in arms. So um, there's a lot of things in our DNA, good and bad. And, uh, you know, like a lot of things these days, the old thing was follow the money for the answers. Follow fucking Facebook and social media for the answers. Where we now think the best way, it is who yells the loudest. Exactly. Um, I have one thing. I, I You guys are off the hook. No five second rule today. I have something else yes. to do. Praise. Uh, no, no clock. Unless I, I can play the clock. With, I can play the clock with this game if you want. But one no, last. No, because I get PTSD. <laughs> nice try, Bethany. I, I would play this if it were Dewine or Mayor Wade or Loose Cannon Comives or Slow Down Sammy Meldon. Uh, it, it's just, it's funny. It's funnier because it's him. It's funnier because, um. Mallory and I are trying to connect this weekend, and obviously I would like to visit this place. And this place is... Shifting production to Thailand and to Vietnam. Thailand... I'm sorry, where? Shifting production to Thailand and to Vietnam. (laughs) Thailand and Vietnam. Two places that I like their leaders very much. They're very nice to us. Do they take advantage of the... Mallory, where do no. I want to go? Shifting production to Thailand. That's right. I want to. Sh- I'd like to. No. Oh, that's no. so good. He said Thailand. He did. I want to go to Thailand. The other day, Yosemite. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, many politicians have like have I've misspoken, but like 
we've corrected them. And he and they listen to their camps and their people in their in their inner circle. Oh man, he said Thailand. He fixed it why, after that, but that was funny. Why is there not a meme of Thailand? Oh, and like, well, it's, him it's with all his wives around him with yeah. their thighs out. It, it's the funny because He's probably a misogynist. He's probably slept with more women than any president in history, maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why it was funny. And so I have the theory that he's probably legally blind. Um, Floyd, your theory theory is a good one that he's dyslexic. But something's up. I, you you need to send me these audios. I have all these ideas I need to do. I'll do it right now. Like, remember, it's funny I that you say, one too. It's funny if that you, you say you think it. that he's that he's blind because, like, um, that stupid show that we watch here, Google Box, like Trump is always on it. And people are like, "Can he see through those eyes? Like, why is he always <laughs> so like his eyes like hat like he's stoned? Like, I don't understand. Like, is he baked half the time? Is it like are they giving it? Is does he have like?" He's a squinter. Sun-tanning spray in his eye. No. I don't want, he's a squinter. Stop so, it. Can I ask you a question? He is hard. a squinter. Nobody he squints that hard. Can, can, can I ask you a question, Philip? And this mm-hmm. is, honestly, this is, I want you to be neutral. Now, as yeah. an immigrant, because you are in, in the UK. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> sounds so awful. It, it, but but you are, right? You are. You are. You're an immigrant. I am. You're accurate. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, you're an immigrant. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Donald Trump voice, by the way. So, can when people find out you're from America, mm-hmm. how do they feel about him? Put your feelings aside. Like, what do what your inner circle of British, the Brits, yeah. what do yeah. they think of him? Like, we all know how we feel. Like, we're we're split down the middle, fifty fifty. I, I just let all like, of you know. I so check your phones. I just let all of you know. <laughs> yes again um so i mean they have the same not about us do. but about him as a leader yeah they have the same thoughts that we do i mean people think that he's special needs people think that he bought his way into like this office but honestly people think that he's dangerous um they think that if he stays in office there's definitely going to be another like world war because of him but overall like People think he's stupid, and they think that he's dangerous because he's stupid. He's right. Those are the people I, that I know, at least. I don't think he's stupid. Yeah, I just I, always wanted to know, but well, don't, that, but that's how the world sees him. Yeah. Like, you know, we know how we yeah. feel here because, like, I could talk to you guys about one thing and then go to a friend across the street, and they feel something totally different. So, like, we have a very diverse view of him here, whether we want to believe, whether, whether we want to accept it or not. But like, to actually hear like his people who we've never met whose opinions really don't really matter to us, that this is how they, this is how our leader appears to them. That's kind of fucking scary. But I mean, also understand that like, that's that's like the, the people that I know and that I have talked to. I'm sure there are some right-wing people here in London specifically who are just mm-hmm. like they are with Boris Johnson where like they think the things that he's doing are great for America. I mean, you must understand like Boris Johnson and Donald Trump signed a trade agreement that a lot of the food regulations here are going to be thrown out the window because we're going to be getting food from America. And people aren't happy about that. To where like, some of the right wing people, listen, some of the right wing people are like, "Oh, this is awesome, and we're just going to be able to get us more money, and it's going to be it's going to be less, and blah blah blah." Like it, it is go both ways. 
but those that I hang out with, stupid, dangerous. That's good That's for you, though, because haven't you always complained, like, all the food there needs salt? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the food needs to be a little bit better. But, I mean, like, we're talking about, like, I hormone chicken. Like, yeah, like, yeah. some of it sounds like, mm, we shouldn't be doing that. We should be sticking to what we've been doing. All right, that was... uh that was a lot of stuff on on that guy, but uh, I do hope to attend Thailand this weekend. Um, yes, let's. I want to go, uh, go to Yosemite. Yeah, Yosemite. <laughs> it's Yosemite. It's where all the anti semites <laughs> gather. Yosemite. All right, we're gonna do the rated game. Uh, and I, I'll. All right, this is better than the five second rule. And instead of uh, instead of instead of uh, clock ticking, let's do let's just do some music anyway. There you go. That's some chill. Oh, this is some Thailand music. <laughs> um, first, you guys know the deal. I'll throw something out at you. You tell me overrated, underrated, properly rated. First up, Bethany, the library. Yeah. Uh, library is underrated. Okay. Philip? Um, library is definitely underrated, especially here. There or here? Like London. Do they yeah. have libraries there? They do, but they're like little they're like little shacks. I haven't been in one. They look dangerous, like somewhere you go to get stabbed. So I don't I just want to go where they have the sliding ladder. Because I oh, assume God. that all European libraries have no, the they sliding don't, ladder because they of the don't. They like don't. you're like you're in a Harry Potter movie? Yeah, like I yeah. just assume that um, they Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> Floyd libraries? They're underrated. Okay. Uh, next up, Bethany. Boobs. Um, overrated. Philip, boobs are so underrated. Boobs are great. Do you what? wish you were? Do you wish you were straight so that you could do more with them? Uh, no, because I could do a lot with them now, not being straight. I think I get away uh, with more now, not being straight, than I do if I were straight. So. Uh, accurate, yeah. accurate. Hey, <laughs> uh, Floyd, boobs. They're properly rated because they're just there. Ill. I don't like boobs. They're there to feed babies. Um, and Eric. Yes. <laughs> Thailand and Tittyland. Here I come. <laughs> There's your titty talk. Um, Bethany, the spine. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'll say underrated only because I don't think people take enough care of it. Well said. Take good enough care of their spine. Uh, Philip, the spine. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's maybe underrated only because people like, don't like, if you mess your spine up like that, that's mobility. Yeah. And I just watch people be very reckless on their bikes here. And it's, it just hurts my, my head a little bit. Floyd, a different one for you. Tennis balls. Tennis balls. Oh, who, who chuckled over there? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I think. Honestly, I honestly, and this goes with the spine because I have back issues. I think they're underrated because not only can you play with a tennis ball, but if you sit on one, like on your glute, and you roll it back and forth, it oh, can make your you back feel amazing. So many things. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely underrated. They're not just for hitting back and forth like Venus and Serena. And if you have a like a really sore spot or a trigger point, use a lacrosse. Uh-huh. Use a lacrosse ball. There's less give. Ooh. It'll yes. really dig in there. Next up, Bethany, snitching. <laughs> snitching? Like, like snitches get stitches? Yeah. Wow, Bethany, put um, your hood away. 
I feel like it depends on the situation, but I'll say properly rated. I bring it up because uh, Jim Harbaugh called out Ohio State's coach for breaking a rule. And I'm like, if you can't beat him, snitch on him. Listen, listen, you know what you know what my saying is. Bethany, what's the saying again? Snitches get what? Snitches. Right, listen, but if there's a reward, snitches get riches. Riches. Because right, I'm not the one. <laughs> snitches get riches. Philip in the rated game, overrated, underrated, properly rated weed. Uh, we, I see it's underrated in my opinion and not for like, like actual medical situations, but just because I don't, or maybe it's overrated because people give it too much hype. I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle. It's definitely not properly rated, but I think, I think give weed a chance. That's all I'm going to say. Please. Floyd weed, weed Floyd weed dealers. <laughs> weed dealers. Why well, wanted the weed one? Um, because the first time I ever got... <laughs> Well, the first time I ever got partaked in it, it was with someone who's on this podcast right now, and I just wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> um, so if you know who it was. <laughs> oh my God. The one that the picture was with? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that night God. I made you look like E.T.? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We oh dealers. Um, Shut oh up. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll say properly rated because they they just deal weed, right? They're your weed man. They don't do anything else. They don't come fix your car or let your <laughs> dog out or house it. So <laughs> they just, I, I, I mean, it, it, give you the goods, right? First of all, it depends on how close you are to your weed man because okay, because I'm like I don't know that has happened. I'm just saying. I, I bring this I bring this up because a listener to the show and maybe to the to the podcast. Um, she lost her weed dealer because this guy that she's known for a long time got a girlfriend, and she doesn't let him sell women anymore. That's wow. That's she must know her money. That, she must know her money. Listen, that's, that's something deeply rooted in that one, that girlfriend. Yeah. Right. I'm like, this dude's going to throw away. security. Yeah, he's going to throw away his business because of this? That's a problem. No, you got to go, ma'am. Um, So I, 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 my internet is up here, obviously, while we're, doing all this oh shit i lost it um but phil collins is trending and i'm not falling for this shit anymore is he dead well hold on i whenever i see like somebody who is questionable i used to go are they dead and then i realized that this is not the case in fact whenever i click on it the most popular tweet about this person is usually the denzel washington one with like the sigh of relief okay okay it's that i mean and twitter's got to fix this so let me uh i i I'm going to have to have you guys feed back to yourselves here. But so there's a couple of young black kids who I guess listen to 70s and 80s music for the first time. And it's just like a reaction channel. And apparently this Phil Collins one is crazy. I haven't listened to it, so I'm going to play it now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One dude's okay, getting Billy. Yeah. Wait, is they like? Yeah. They're feeling it right now. <laughs> it's all yeah. of ours. Okay. No. Oh, 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 oh,
Um, I don't care who you are. I don't black, white, on, don't... Asian, Native American. Listen, when that drum solo hits you, you feel a you feel like a whole other person. Yep. Very true. Yep. Very true. They you they have went, risen. They went from like just grooving a little bit, and the one dude was was well, the one younger kid was was feeling it a lot. And then when the drum, I just retweeted it if you want to go see it. Um, when when the drum kicks in, it's like somebody just said they get free Jordans for life. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I watched that video that's earlier. Good, uh, um, shame uh, on those parents for not exposing them to more music. Right, that's and a classic. There, there's nothing like. I mean, when I think of that song, I mean th- that song is is there. I mean, the, the, the uh, Miami Vice Land. You got a black guy and a white guy in one of the coolest cities in America. There is nothing like not cool about that song that spans all races and ethnicities and genders. <laughs> so yeah, I'm laughing. So like. At one point, we were their age, and at one point, we discovered a song where we had that reaction. And we're, I, we're, I'm going to take over. For, we're going to go around the table right now. I want to know what song you heard as a kid and you had that reaction. Because for what's happening? I was playing in the air tonight. <laughs> okay. So was that your song? You had that reaction? It's in the system. My, no. Mine was the Beverly Hills Cop song. Wait, say it again. I'm sorry. I clicked over to the so, end. Like, What's wrong with so, like, so, so, okay. So, you know how these kids have this reaction to the Phil Collins songs, like discovering it? We've all had yeah. that song growing up where we're like, this song is amazing. And like, your parents are like, oh, that song came out like 15, 20 years ago. You're like, what? For me, it was in like the early 90s, I discovered the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. That yeah. Do, 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 do. I thought that was the coolest song ever. My mom's like, Boy, that song came out way before you were born. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, that's from like 82. And I'm like, oh. So yeah, for me, it was the Beverly Hills Cop song. Like, what song was it that you guys discovered as a young kid? You're like, this is the shit. shit. And you're like, I got it. Yes! Oh my God. And I want to be a b-boy so bad. Floyd, you, I the, love that song so much. The move now I want to go watch that movie and I've seen it so many times but I I love it but I want I love the strip club scene because of the na- for Vanity 6 playing. Yes. And what's he say? Carl! Carl, is that you? <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's a, Bethany, what was yours? You sorry, we I had a moment. I got excited. Damn Yankees high enough. Oh wow! What? <laughs> Can you take kidding. me high? Oh my gosh, that's crazy, Philip. What was yours? Oh my god, yeah. I think like I mean, if it's a song that predated me, it's really weird for me to say this, but like I was exposed to like rock music to my mom, Mary, which was then my stepdad. Um, so. Uh, I hate to say this for some reason, but like Kid Rock, like some of that music kind of like hit me in a way where I was like, I've never heard something like this before, but like he's like rapping above rock music and like yeah. Ball with the Bar. Yeah, that like stuff go, that, like that. That song goes hard. Ball with the Bar. Like it was, that was the Phil, only. That doesn't count. You're old. You were alive when that song came on. I'm talking about like it? when you were like young and like it. Like you were born, like it was ninety two, but the song came out like eighty two, like <laughs> I feel like, seventy two. Like Jimi Hendrix music was like that too for me. Oh, for sure, yes. Yeah. Like I would hear some like Jimmy's, and I'm like, yes. Like you just like stop where you're at and just like 
take it in. I mean, I guess stereotypically, it'd be like Queen, like Bohemia Rhapsody. Like, yeah. that's okay. one that okay. definitely hit me, hit me strong, so... Beth, Bethany, I'm glad you said like Jimi Hendrix because you were definitely alive when Damn Yankees came out. You were probably five. Yeah, I mean, I was little, but that, I don't know why that song, like to this day when I hear it, it just like takes me to this like place. What's the, mm-hmm. what's the song? It's like that Jamie, Jimmy Walters. He was on 90210. Oh, yes. What? He had, oh, my he had one, he had one hit. I totally had his cassette tape. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of the name of the song, but I totally know what you're talking about. Did, uh, here, uh, did, did you have to get single? Let me ask you something. Hold Does on, this center sorry. feel like that? The only time there's a commercial. So if this Nissan Sentra isn't going to compromise, why should you? The only uh, Nissan Sentra. The only time you get a commercial on here. Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> so he was on What the hell was that? He was on 902 and 0. I think he dated yeah. Donna and then the his one? No. No. He, he looked like he? he looks like Freddie Prince Jr. A little bit. Oh, that's um, weird. I oh, He sounds like Richard Marks. Thank you. Yeah. Richard Marks anybody cuz that was that was my shit. Yeah. I, okay. Follow Richard Marks on Twitter. He's fucking awesome. He does not take Is any he? troll. He does not take any troll shit. <gasps> All right, I'm doing it. Um, my song. So, I didn't. I was not. Uh, I I didn't widen my musical knowledge until I moved to Detroit. When I was like, wow, Prince has more than a song. Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I I learned that's where I began to learn about rock music because I only grew up on like pop and R and B and crisscross and all that stuff. Because you like what, house, I'll, didn't you? Like early house too, right? Yeah, like the state the dance music was pop. Philip Stevie B, right? Yeah, Stevie B. So I knew about that stuff when it was current, but it wasn't until I started a DJ and I did the adult skates. And I learned about stuff that was like kind of disco-ish or uh, Floyd, you talked about Gap Band. I mean, stuff like that would be in TV commercials. But I've played this one on the show before and I'm going to play it again because I remember I'd never heard of the group. And I heard the song and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And they were like, they had like two hits, not like Jimi Hendrix or Phil Collins. Mm -hmm. So let me give you this. Oh, come on. Another commercial. You won't find skyscrapers in big city.
like we have a podcast. He he got lost in translation, y'all. Right, and, and it's that all was, And that was back at the time when, uh, like, they maybe uh, the black community or whatever they wouldn't get, they couldn't shoot music videos. I I don't know, but they were all they were all videos in dance clubs of them performing, not like produced videos. I guess Mike, maybe Michael Jackson created that, but you're fucking. Everybody, if you are on this podcast and you are black, go home and ask your mom or dad if they know D-Train, you're the one for me. I'm legit just making a playlist right now. Like, I just downloaded, dropped a bomb on me. Like, I'm just, I'm literally, like, going down. I just downloaded Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, I'm going to so good. I just made a In the Basement playlist. I'm like, like, who's that again? Because I like that song. Are they on Apple Music? Okay. I have no idea. Most likely. Wait, who, uh, what, what was that song you just played? D-Train, D-Train, D-train. you're the one for me. And I have okay. another song to play. Also, I got into it because when I was when when my sexuality was questioned because I liked all this music in 1998, um, I loved this song. Floyd, you might know it, Philip. You should be embarrassed that you don't. No more commercials. Ah. That was like an Oreo commercial. That was... Yeah. Also, D-Train is on Apple Music, by the way. Good! Pure Sugar Delicious, and it samples like Boogie Wonderland, and that was that Deborah Cox Amber era. That's a great one. Oh, man. Bethany, you know it? Oh, She just started singing. Yeah, she was living her best life. Hello, I was a dancer. Yes, you mm-hmm. were. Yes, you were. It reminds me of Delight, too. Oh, yeah, yes. I, oh, my God. Yes, yes. Floyd, the other, the other one for your list. Three months uh, of Disney Plus. Oh, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Switch to Chromebook. That is, uh, listen, listen, I'm going to sound so old. And even me, like I'll, I'll put, kids these days will never understand like the <gasps> artistry that went into most of this music. Like that's a whole freaking band in a studio. Yes. Not a man pressing a keyboard, not a man like pressing a synthesizer buzz- button mm-hmm. on a computer. Like this is, you had to bring the, like you had to like call your cousin, your mom, your next door <laughs> neighbor and be like, Hey. I got studio time this Saturday and we only got it for an hour. Make it work or you're not on the album. And guess what? Everyone cleared their schedule and you went to their work. neighbor's basement and went yes. to that studio and recorded these hits. They'll never understand the, the the artistry and work that went into this. I'm sorry. They won't. I know people love like Cardi and all these rappers, but like, no, nah, there's they're, they, they, they're literally pressing buttons on a the computer. They had like guitars keyboards like and, and i'm sure they dress the part too yes <laughs> like man last yeah, we'll we'll never understand never 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 we're going super long here but it's fr- it's it's fucking all friday i got yeah. we'll wrap up with, with this and i whenever this this has been coming up frequently to me in fact i texted russ a couple of weeks ago i was like i gotta ask you about a song and like literally our friendship lies here if you dislike this song i i'm 
it's done. And it's it's funny, but I think it's a good song, and it is a great video that everyone must watch. And I think everybody here knows the video and the song. Hopefully, yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. Rick James. Eddie's like, turn me up in the headphones. James part of that is fucking amazing. I want to know how that all transpired. I'm thinking so many people were having sex and doing coke and Eddie Murphy wakes up in a stupor and he goes, he knows some, some record executive. He's like, I got an idea. You should let me do a song. <laughs> and we got you that. You know what? So here's the thing. Y'all are gonna, I know we're wrapping up with this. So I do this song in drag. <laughs> oh, I want to see <laughs> That's video. That's amazing. Be, but here's the thing though. Because Glee redid it, and it's literally just like the original. Because you know, I, I, I'm a cover person, but I needed to sound like the original. So like, and Gwyneth Paltrow sings it, and like, you know, it's very minimum vocals, just like Eddie. But like, it. So if you want to dive down like the party all the time rabbit hole, there's some amazing covers out there, and the Glee one is top notch. Great production, sounds just like the original. Sorry. So yeah, yeah, it's, oh. It's so good. I came across that one, but Floyd, right in our wheelhouse. Let me pull this up. I forgot about this one. That's Sharam, where all they did was like... Yes! They re- yeah, it was, it was like a... a mid or early 2000s mm-hmm. dance track and yeah so. my uptown days in bowling green Ooh. my days at <laughs> uh like the the works in detroit and menjos and Menjo's oh shit there. you worked at menjos uh no i would go and then there was a place on we could definitely take a trip there there was a place in like one of the really bad. I mean, all these places were in bad parts, but somewhere I think it was like Woodward and near Eight Mile. God, what Coco? was it called? No, I forget what it was called. And then there was Backstreet. Oh, we don't talk about Backstreet. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> they got raided like the YouTuber. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Um. Good stuff, everybody. Uh, quickly, Floyd uh, working this weekend. Uh, I actually have to work at Sephora. My boss just texted me and said, can I come in at one? I said, when do I get off? She's like, four. I said, I can do four-hour shift. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I'm performing this weekend. Um, it's actually kid-friendly. We switched our shows. We are now eight and nine. And once again, keep in mind, if you are going out, whether you are on Adam Street or in Sylvania or Mommy, 
They do do last call around 9.30, 9.45. Drinks have to be pulled by 10. I think some people still get confused by that. Like It's like where everyone's living under a rock, and most bars are closed at 11. I mean, we so, yeah, don't know that here, so... I, I mean, here's the thing. There. Here's the thing, Philip. We can tell Americans one thing, but when it happens, they act shocked. I mean, people got upset. I saw somebody get upset because it wasn't even completely dark outside. Their drink got taken. I was like, but that's what the rule is. You know it's what I don't while. understand is a Walmart closing at 830. Yeah. <laughs> I can answer that one. Uh, their most active shoppers uh, are usually on probation or parole, and they, they have to be Horrible. home by 7 anyway. Stop it, Eric. <laughs> Horrible. What's everyone else doing this weekend? <laughs> we I'm trouble? going on vacation. <laughs> What's Woo-hoo. going on? What do you got? Oh, you're supposed to go out of town this weekend, weren't you? Yeah, the whole the whole Urbanski fam is oh, going God. to North Carolina. We're going are to the going? beach. Oh, yeah. Oh girl, we got we got a we got an Airbnb. We're gonna be in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's good then. Playing dice, it's gonna be great. Playing dice, dice, (laughs) dice. I love this. I love the two black guys like playing. Yeah, in in the bathroom playing quarters. Great. (laughs) No, stop it. You got dominoes too, bitch. What's happening? So I'm gonna try to stop. I'll try to be on the podcast next week, but I make no guarantees. Well, I want to hear about this dice game next week. That'd be amazing. Me too. It's it's kind of like Yahtzee, but like it's similar to Yahtzee. Okay, you know Yahtzee's I mean? different than dice. Well, you use dice, you play dice. Just never mind. Philly T. <laughs> yes. What are you up to? Uh, I'm actually about to go in the kitchen, and for the first time ever, I'm going to try to debone a lamb leg because we got some friends coming over for dinner, and I'm going to grill. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Right. I'm going to try to debone a leg of lamb to grill because we have some friends who are coming home for dinner in a few hours. Um, and then uh, we're going to go on a bike ride to check out some properties tomorrow and maybe see our friend who just got back from um, from Ireland. Okay. Super, super duper last thing. Bethany, uh, the first half of the Billie Eilish song, she's like a modern day teenage Sarah McLaughlin. Like, it sounds like death. But when that song... <laughs> When my future kicks in, Floyd, Floyd, get get to the middle part of my future. It's it's got groovy. It's got groovy production once it gets going. Y'all just need to give her a chance. <laughs> we have given her a chance. She swept at the Grammy Awards. What more right. chances do she need? Right. Well, what just, are you doing this so week dead. besides going to Thailand? Hopefully, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory. Um, I'm gonna oh, go to the Philly sure. place. I'm gonna go to the Philly place tonight and grab some food. It's at the corner of Door and Burn, so I know it's gonna be really good. Ooh. Do you some of the weights I can have? What? One more time. Oh, I, I totally was thinking out loud. But Eric, do you some of those weights I can have? I need them. Yeah, the ten pound. Yeah, they're all yours, and I have mats and bands too. That's heavy. <laughs> No, wait, um, not. Yeah, you. Yeah, I've uh, wait the two weights match. I have bands. You can use the bands. This. Never mind. We'll save this for a later podcast. <laughs> off, off Tying up people. Off to Thailand and Tittyland. Um, Floyd, want to get us out uh, of here? Yeah, have a good weekend. Remember, don't do anything crazy. Bethany, keep your baby in. Yeah. Don't have it in South Carolina. <laughs> you guys, I'm not gonna lie. I bought a portable urinal. And on that one, bye. Oh my God. Bye.